0: Craftworld Eldar Wargear. Codex Eldar 3rd Edition. Written by Gavin Thorpe. With additional text by Andy Chambers, Jervis Johnson, and Tuomas Perinen, Pages 34 and 35. Narrated by R.J. Bailey. Normally, Old X Podcast focuses purely on the prose fiction within old codexes. However, the Craftworld Eldar Wargear list is intermingled with narrative flavor, which I believe further helps tell the story of third edition Craftworld Eldar. As such, here it is. Craftworld Eldar Wargear. This section describes the rules for the ancient weapons and equipment used by the Eldar. These rules tend to be more detailed than those in the Warhammer 40,000 rulebook, and supersede them if they are different. Note. Any items not listed here work exactly as described in the Warhammer 40,000 rulebook. Banshee Mask Howling Banshees wear a specially modified helmet which overloads their foes' nervous systems by using psychosonic amplifiers to turn their battle cries into powerful energy waves. A model wearing a Banshee Mask always strikes first in hand-to-hand combat in the first round of any assault, regardless of initiative or other factors. This applies even if they are not in base contact with the enemy. If the combat lasts more than one round, then the mask has no effect in subsequent rounds. If an enemy model also has an ability that allows it to always strike first, such as Dark Eldar Witches, on certain combat drugs, then the attacks are resolved simultaneously. Biting Blade. The teeth of a biting blade tear through flesh and armour, shredding muscle and bone. It is used in an assault, and if a model using it wounds an enemy with more than one wound, you may roll to wound that opponent again. Keep rolling until you fail to wound. Each wound inflicted must be saved against separately. Bright Lance. The Bright Lance is used by the Eldar to destroy heavily armored targets using a highly focused beam of laser energy. A Bright Lance has the profile below. In addition, it treats any armor value higher than 12 as 12. Range 36 inches. Strength 8. AP 2. Assault 1. Dire Sword. The Dire Sword is an extremely potent power weapon incorporating a spirit stone in its hilt. When the dia sword strikes, the spirit that is within the blade can attempt to destroy the mind of the target. The dia sword is used in close combat. If a model with more than one wound is wounded by a dia sword, it must immediately pass a leadership test on 2d6 or die automatically. The dia sword ignores normal armour saves. Distort Cannon The Distort Cannon, or D-Cannon, uses the Eldar's advanced knowledge of warp technology to unleash a miniature warp hole onto the battlefield, tearing apart its targets. The D-Cannon has the profile given below. In addition, if it hits a vehicle, use the Ordnance Damage Tables to resolve any damage. Note that a battery of more than one D-Cannon follows the rules for multiple barrages on page 58 Of the Warhammer 40,000 rulebook. Range, guess 24. Strength, 10. AP, 2. Heavy Blast, 1. Eldar Jet Bike. The jet bikes of the Craftworld Eldar are designed for extreme maneuverability, able to turn on the spot and rapidly change speed. This enables the rider to make swift hit-and-run attacks, emerging from cover to attack, before slipping away again. They use all the rules for jet bikes given in the Warhammer 40,000 rulebook. In addition, an unbroken model on an Eldar jet bike may always move six inches in the assault phase, whether they are within six inches of an enemy or not. This move can be in any direction. It does not have to be a charge towards the enemy, even if the jet bike is within six inches of an opposing model. Eldar Missile Launcher. The Eldar have a grasp of technology which far surpasses that of other races, and it is this knowledge that allows them to make wide use of plasma missiles. Eldar Missile Launchers may fire crack or plasma missiles, with the profiles given below. A squad that takes casualties from a plasma missile must test for pinning. See page 58 of the Warhammer 40,000 rulebook. Crack, range forty-eight inches, strength eight, AP three, heavy one. Plasma, range forty-eight inches, strength four, AP four, heavy one blast. Executioner. The Executioner is a long-bladed power weapon, capable of slicing an opponent in half with a single blow. It must be wielded in both hands by its user, and so may not be used in conjunction with another close combat weapon or pistol to get plus one attack. An executioner adds plus two to the wielder's strength and ignores normal armour saves. Fire Pike The fire pike is a sophisticated melter weapon with a distinctive long barrel which can project the deadly melter beam a considerable distance, like other melter weapons, the fire pike rolls 2d6 plus strength for armor penetration against targets that are within half range, 9 inches. It has the following profile. Range, 18 inches. Strength, 8. AP, 1. Assault, 1. Fusion gun. The fusion gun is a melter weapon, most commonly carried by the fire dragon aspect warriors. As a melter weapon... The gun rolls 2d6 plus strength for armour penetration when fired at half range, 6 inches. It has the following profile. Range, 12 inches. Strength, 6. AP, 1. Assault, 1. Ghost Helm. A Farseer's Ghost Helm incorporates intricate crystalline psychic circuitry that masks their spirit in the warp, protecting them from attacks of demons and other warp creatures. If the model suffers an attack from the perils of the warp while making a psychic test, i.e. the player rolls a double six or double one, he may ignore the attack on a d6 roll of four plus. In addition, any demon that is fighting the model in close combat halves its own weapon skill, rounding up. Hawk's Talon A swooping hawk exarch often carries a much more powerful version of the las blasters wielded by his squad called a hawk's talon. This weapon has the following profile, range 24 inches, strength 4, AP 6, assault 3. Haywire Grenades. The Eldar use haywire grenades for disabling enemy vehicles, they send out a powerful Short-range magnetic pulse, which shorts out electrical wiring and disrupts the energy systems of its target. They may only be used in an assault against vehicles. A model attacking with these grenades may only make a single attack, whatever their other armaments, attack’s characteristic, or whether they charged. If the attack hits, roll a D6 to determine the effect. 1 equals no effect. 2 to 5 equals glancing hit. 6 equals penetrating hit. A haywire grenade may only be used against a dreadnought if it has already been immobilized or is stunned. LAS Blaster The LAS Blaster is a rapid-firing laser weapon, which far surpasses the clumsy LAS guns of the Imperium, and is used by the Swooping Hawk Aspect Warriors to lay down a hail of fire. It has the following profile. Range, 24 inches. Strength, 3. AP 6. Assault. 2. Laser Lance. This is used by Shining Spears Aspect Warriors. They use it to deliver intense, short-ranged laser blasts as they charge into combat. It is fired in the assault phase when the Shining Spears charge into combat and is worked out just before you move them into combat. The unit's laser lances must be fired at a single unit being charged by the Shining Spears, and any casualties count towards the combat resolution for that turn. All of the normal shooting rules apply to this attack, such as rolling to hit, saves for cover, and so on. In addition, a model armed with a laser lance counts as having strength 5 when working out hits in hand-to-hand combat. A laser lance has the following profile. Range Non applicable. Strength 5. AP 5. Assault 1. Mandiblasters. These are fitted into the helmets of Striking Scorpions Aspect Warriors. Activated by a psychic pickup in the helmet, it fires a hail of needle thin shards, which act as a conductor for a highly charged laser. A model with a mandiblaster may make a special attack in close combat worked out at plus two to the model's initiative. Mandiblasters can be used by models within two inches of an enemy, as well as by models in base contact. They inflict a strength four hit on a d6 roll of four plus. Normal armor saves are allowed. Remove models as you would other close combat casualties. Once these attacks have been resolved, the striking scorpions may make any other attacks at their normal initiative value. Note that since Mandiblaster casualties count as close combat casualties, a Striking Scorpion who starts the combat in base contact with the enemy will get their full number of attacks, even if the model they are in base contact with is removed by Mandiblaster fire. Plasma Grenades Rather than the crude fragmentation grenades used by other races. The Eldar employ advanced plasma grenades to stun their enemies when they charge into close combat. These negate the effect of cover in close combat, so that all attacks are worked out in initiative order. Power Blades Power blades are fitted to the forearm, enabling the wearer to use both hands freely. A well-trained warrior can make sweeping strikes with the power blades, as well as their other weapons. A model equipped with power blades gets plus one attack. This can be in addition to the plus one attack for being armed with two other close combat weapons, for a total of plus two attacks. A model using power blades ignores armor saves. Prism Cannon The prism cannon works by focusing a narrow laser beam through a highly complex crystal array and then unleashing it in a devastating burst. It has the following profile. Range 60 inches. Strength 9. AP 2. Heavy 1 Blast. Pulse Laser. The Pulse Laser is a highly advanced weapon that fires a stream of powerful laser bolts at its target. It fires D3 shots, rolled each time the Pulse Laser is fired. It has the following profile. Range 48 inches. Strength 8. AP 2. Heavy D3 Ranger Long Rifle The Ranger Long Rifle is equipped with highly sophisticated sights, allowing the firer to locate weak points in an enemy's armour. The Long Rifle is treated like a sniper rifle. In addition, if a 6 is rolled for the to-hit roll, the shot counts as having AP 1. Rune Armour Eldar Farseers and Warlocks are covered by protective runes and sigils that use psychic energy to ward off enemy attacks. A model wearing rune armor has an invulnerable saving throw. If the model is mounted on a jet bike, it may take either a normal 3 plus saving throw or its 4 plus rune armor save. Runes of Warding A Farseer can use runes of warding to divine when an enemy psyker is using his powers and to throw up a psychic shield to protect himself and those nearby. If an enemy Psyker attempts to use a psychic power, and the Psyker or the target is within six inches of the Farseer, the enemy must take the psychic test on 3d6 and discard the lowest roll. Psychers who do not normally have to take a psychic test remain unaffected by the Runes of Warding. Runes of Witnessing A Farseer uses Runes of Witnessing to guide his second sight along the twisting strands of fate, giving him even greater clairvoyance. A Farseer with runes of witnessing rolls 3d6 and discards the highest roll when taking a psychic test. Note that you must use the lowest two rolls, even if they are a double one. Scorpion's Claw The Scorpion's Claw is an ancient weapon of the striking scorpion exarchs it takes the form of a powered claw-shaped glove with a shuriken catapult incorporated into its back. The claw may be used both as a power fist and as a shuriken catapult, and may be used as both in the same turn. Shadow Weaver. The Shadow Weaver unleashes a stream of razor-sharp mesh high into the air, which drifts down onto the enemy, slicing through flesh and bone. It is a barrage weapon, and a battery of more than one Shadow Weaver follows the rules for multiple barrages on page 58 of the Warhammer 40,000 rulebook. As a barrage weapon, it also uses the rules for pinning, also on page 58. It has the following profile, range guess 48 inches, strength 6, AP null, heavy 1, blast. Singing Spear. The Singing Spear is a psychically charged weapon used by farseers and warlocks which can be thrown at opponents and returns automatically to the user's hand. The Singing Spear has the profile below and always wounds opponents on a 2+, regardless of their toughness. If thrown at a vehicle, it has a strength equal to three times the thrower's strength and adds plus d6 for armour penetration as usual. A Singing Spear may also be used in close combat but requires two hands to wield and so cannot be used with another close combat weapon or pistol to gain plus one attack. A model may not throw the Singing Spear and use it in close combat in the same turn. Range 12 inches. Strength Special. AP Non-Applicable. Assault 1. Spirit Stone. Every Craftworld Eldar wears a Waystone to trap their soul when they die and to stop it being consumed by the Chaos God Slaanesh. Waystones containing a soul are known as Spirit Stones and can be put to a variety of uses by the Eldar. An Eldar Psyker can use the power of a Spirit Stone to charge themselves with psychic energy. A Psyker with Spirit Stones can use two psychic powers each turn instead of one. However, These must be different powers. A Psyker cannot use the same psychic power twice in the same turn. Star Cannon The Star Cannon is a highly advanced plasma weapon that uses a sophisticated electromagnetic pulse to guide its lethal bolts to the target. Note that unlike the crude and clumsy plasma weapons of other races, a Star Cannon does not overheat on a to-hit roll of one. It has the following profile. Range thirty six inches strength six AP two heavy three blood runs anger rises death wakes war calls battle chant to Cain the bloody handed god You have been listening to Craftworld Eldar War Gear Pages thirty four and thirty five Codex Eldar third edition written by Gavin Thorpe, with additional text by Andy Chambers, Jervis Johnson, and Tuomas Perenin, narrated by R. J. Bailey. Thank you to Gav Thorpe, Andy Chambers, Jervis Johnson, and Tuomas Perenin for writing the fiction I grew up with. Additional thanks to Tuomas for helping me pronounce his name correctly, or as near to it as we were able to get. If you've enjoyed this, Please leave a review where you found it, or like, share, and subscribe on YouTube, depending how you're listening. This production, like all of Old X, is entirely unofficial and uncommercial, from an out-of-print publication, is a derivative work with all copyrights owned by Games Workshop, and is a celebration of the hobby and lore I grew up with. If you have any suggestions for other old codex fiction for me to narrate on this podcast, you can comment Contact me on Twitter at rjbailey or email robertjbailey at gmail.com. Links are in the show description. They send out a powerful, short-range magnetic pulse which shorts out electrical wiring and disrupts the energy plasma funk.